Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The opinion line on Cork's 96 FM. Student accommodation. It's an ongoing perpetual problem. And it is getting worse, according to the Students' Union at UCC, uh, who say in the paper in the Examiner that the shortage of accommodation and excessive rent is leading to people skipping meals, not turning on their heating, not attending lectures because they're going to work, couch surfing and dropping out. And the Students' Union is calling for the whole thing to be properly regulated and rents to be capped. Haley O'Connell is communications and engagement officer with the Students' Union. Morning, Haley. Morning, how are you? It's difficult out there for people. Yeah, it is. And I, I think conversations tend to drop off after, you know, the usual influx of students in semester one in September. But unfortunately, people are still struggling and struggling to find accommodation. We have new students coming over for just the semester. So it's kind of back in our line of thinking all the time. But we wanted to get it back out in the uh, mainstream and try to help students out with the campaign. To the layman, and I stress to the, to the layman, it looks like everywhere you turn in Cork, there's either more student accommodation open or more student accommodation being built. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. It's, I don't even know if it's a case of like there's not enough property anymore um, but just the fact that the ones that are being built are all like private owned accommodation um, usually vulture fund investments that are completely out of the price point for the average student so some of them are charging up to 250 euro a week for some of the new ones for the mm-hmm. studio apartments which obviously no student can afford so it's pricing people well out of education out of accommodation yeah. and they're, they're, they're clearly know, full so. though so so who's staying there if it's not the ordinary student um, I think a lot of international students who have very little other option when they come over, they get their place here, will stay in these accommodations. Um, and these accommodations, in my opinion, are kind of set up to exploit students, but especially international students who will um, make the money. They'll find the money and pay ridiculous prices because they've got their place here. Mm. And a lot of the time when they come over, they don't know how expensive or how bad it's going to be. Yeah. So it's very like it's very upsetting for us. Um, for someone to come into, you know, UCC and to be made feel like that, it's a very isolating experience for them. What are you hearing from, shall we say, other students, the ones who can't afford that accommodation? What are they dealing with? So a lot of people are commuting. There's a lot of commuters in UCC. Um, I was talking to a student yesterday when we were out giving out the leaflets on tenancy rights who's commuting from Dungarvan, and apparently that's not... Um, that's not a regular. Um, it's a couple of hours commute in the morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have students commuting from outside of Cork, students who are staying with friends during the week to go to lectures, and then obviously people who are stuck at home, um, which, you know, it's grand for people that can do that or can commute in from their home house. But also, like, reaching this age, you should... I don't think it's an unreasonable request or, like, 
expectation that when you get to this age, you get to college, that you get to move out. Um, but people just can't really afford that. So people who are living and can be at home are at home. But it's the ones that don't have that option that we are quite worried about because uh, where do they go? <laughs> are many people using digs? I mean, for a person with a spare room in their house, it's attractive now. You can earn €14,000 in rent without paying any tax. Yeah. Are, are, are many people using digs? Yeah, they're, and we're very hesitant to, like, you know, suggest digs to people because obviously, like, a lot of the time it's the only option and it's it's not that it's a completely unsuitable option for the, mm. like, current climate we're based in, but it's the lack of regulation in digs. Like, there's no legislation protecting those in digs and I know that um, there's a bill somewhere that was proposed and it's sitting in the government, like, it's been talked about in, in the doll, and I'm hoping that it'll come back and that legislation will be passed, but... Mm. um anything on that for a while which is quite frustrating when i went to college and i admit Haley, it's not yesterday uh, it's back in the <laughs> 80s um lots of people many of my friends lived in digs yeah and like again it's not a completely unsuitable option it's just the lack of like legal rights you have there yeah. so like for some people that have no issues with their landlords and digs like it's absolutely fine but it's if you have those issues you've very little to fall back on like there's no minimum standards and they don't have the same kind of protections that we've outlined in this like leaflet yeah. we're handing out and we have touched on digs in that just to make people aware that you know obviously there's a lot of people renting in digs and yeah. it's a it's a fine option but you're not entitled to the same rights I don't think people know that going in which yeah. now, I, I remember a happen. few years ago going on a, a walkabout as a reporter with uh, one of your a previous officer in the students union um, yeah. and they brought me to places that you wouldn't put a dog into, to be fair. Is that still going on? Yeah, conditions are, are terrible. Um, and, like, it's because there's no other option. Like, people are very afraid to kind of say it to their landlords. Um, mold is a massive problem. Obviously, like, Cork College Road in particular, like, houses are just damp. Yeah, they're um, big old houses. They're hard to heat and they get damp in the winter. They always did. Yeah, they're they're freezing and um, hard to heat. But we have a lot of that like set out in this leaflet about like reasonable repairs, like the way to ask your landlord to carry out repairs and like what you should expect from them and what you're entitled to because you shouldn't be living in a mouldy room that's making you sick or like in a damp house. Like your landlord should help you with that and provide kind of all reasonable things that they can to to aid that and make your living situation comfortable. Yeah. So, as a students' union, and you said you have a leafleting campaign going on, what are you calling for, Hayley? Yeah, so with the leafleting campaign, it's directly for students to inform them of their rights, to signpost them to the likes of Threshold and Black for any like legal issues they have to signpost them to the students' union. There's a lot about um, repairs and outstanding bills and charges, deposits, just things that I wish I had known coming in as a student that we we did focus groups last year so things students wish they knew and like ways they wish they knew to talk to their yeah. landlord about things. You, you um, mentioned that, that that yes it is illegal to charge more than one's rent one month's rent as a deposit but it's fairly commonplace I suppose that means Haley, that if Johnny won't pay it, Mary will unfortunately. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's the thing like there is an obvious element of exploitation going on there because people like people know that students will pay it because they're desperate which isn't right like and it's very scary as a student to kind of in the midst of a housing crisis call these things out because you don't want to be confrontational you want to be like the perfect tenant but 
you know, you are entitled to minimum standards of living like you're a person before you're a student. And and lastly, uh, can the student union provide services? Can you advocate for someone? What can you do? Absolutely. So our welfare officer would deal with all people coming in about accommodation. So we're linked up with loads of services in the area, the ones that I've mentioned. Um, We also send students over. We encourage all our students to join CASU, which is the Community Action Tenants Union. And they do a lot for their members as well in terms of like advocacy and support. And then we also have the accommodation office in UCC. And there's amazing people working there that are always looking to help out students. But I suppose on the back of that, like what we want students to know, we also just want to raise awareness of it again because we don't want the government to think that we forgot we want to see like publicly owned student accommodation being built and we're expecting for the student accommodation strategy paper to be released today i'm not too sure what time it's coming out but apparently it's coming out Mm. today so so, so you want you want a student accommodation complex is built maybe to the same standard as the the private ones but you want them to be publicly available as public buildings yeah, and like lower prices, like that they're publicly funded. And they, they don't even have to be like to the same standards of like cleanliness and safety, yes, but like no one needs to see those like games rooms and any of that sort of stuff to, yeah. <laughs> you know, ratify the, the yeah. price. It, it's okay. nice, but it, it's not needed if it's you luxury. Need to pay more. It's luxury that you don't need to pay for. You don't need your own built in gym or anything like that. Haley, thank you. That's Haley O'Connell, who's communications and engagement officer with UCC Students Union. Courts 96 FM.